the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. So now in verse 4, Satan directly contradicts the word of God. You will not surely die. God said the day that you eat of it, you will die. And now Satan is contradicting the word and saying you will not die. And what Satan is saying here, and I think this is important, Satan is saying there, there will be no consequence for disobeying God's word. And Satan is still spreading that lie today. There'll be no consequence. Most movies have a good guy battling against an evil villain. Often life feels like that too. There's an evil villain out to destroy the good in your life. Satan is called the father of lies. He has a bag of tricks that he keeps reusing again and again. In today's message, Pastor Dan teaches that one of his most often used lies is to convince mankind that there is no consequence for their sin. God is a God of mercy and love, but He is also just and wants us to live a healthy and God-honoring life. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Genesis chapter 3 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. Genesis chapter 3, now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, has God indeed said you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. And then the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened. And you will be like God, knowing good and evil. And so when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one wise, She took of its fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. And then the Lord God called to Adam and said to him, where are you? And so he said, I heard your voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. And God said, who told you that you were naked? 
Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you that you should not eat? Then the man said, The woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I ate. And the Lord God said to the woman, What is this you have done? And the woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. Well, chapter 3 is the darkest chapter in the Bible. Because in this chapter, we have the fall of man. And this is when sin and death enter the world. This is when all of creation is now affected and marred by sin. Now, God's perfect plan was for mankind to dwell in the garden with him and enjoy fellowship together with God. God's plan was to, for man to dwell in a place with, without sin, without evil, without death, without disease, without viruses, without pandemics. One author put it this way, saying God's perfect plan was the people of God in the place of God, dwelling in the presence of God. That was God's plan. The people of God in the place of God, dwelling in the presence of God. And that was all lost when Adam and Eve chose to disobey God. And the world that we live in now is a fallen world that is affected by the sin of Adam and Eve here in chapter 3. But the good news is the Bible tells us that one day God will make a new heaven and a new earth and once again the people of God will dwell in the place of God and in the presence of God. And everything that Adam lost in the garden One day God will restore and he will make all things new. The Bible says, then there will be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying, nor pain. There'll be no more disease. There'll be no more sickness. There'll be no more pandemics. The Bible says that all of these things will be gone forever. And won't that be wonderful when that day comes? Now, at the beginning of chapter 3, Adam and Eve were in the Garden of Eden dwelling with God. And in verse 1, we are introduced to the serpent. And we don't know how much time has passed between the creation of Adam and Eve and when the serpent came to Eve. But now the serpent comes. And who was the serpent? Well, if you're taking notes, Revelation chapter 12 verse 9 tells us the serpent was the devil or, or Satan. And Satan has several different names in the Bible. For example, he's called our adversary. He's called the father of lies. He's called the deceiver. He's called the tempter. He's called a thief who wants to kill, steal, and destroy. See, Satan wants to steal from us God's plan for us and God's blessings upon us. He wants to destroy God's blessings in our life. And in verse 1, we're told the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field. Satan is cunning. He's, he's crafty. It's, it's important for us to understand Satan's tactics, especially during these days that we're living in with this coronavirus. And you might be thinking, well, what do you mean? Well, we're, we're all isolated more than we, we normally are. We're, we're all around our family more than usual, for for better or for worse. Uh, We're all on the internet more than we normally are on the internet. 
Uh, many of us are, are fearful and anxious about our future. And listen to me, listen, Satan will exploit these things. Satan will exploit these things. Satan will exploit our current circumstances. In 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8, it says, Be alert and be sober-minded. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Satan's not saying right now, hey, you know, they're, they're already under a lot of stress with this whole COVID-19. I'm going to let up on them a little bit. I'm going to give them a break. Uh, I, I'm going I'm to uh, uh, go easy on them because of what's happening in the world. No, Satan sees this as an opportunity to go after people, to destroy them and destroy their faith in Jesus Christ and to destroy their marriage and destroy their family. And so we need to be aware of the tactics of Satan. Paul writes in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11, that we are not ignorant of the devil's devices. And so what are the devil's devices? Well, we see them here in chapter 3, and his devices and his tactics really haven't changed since the Garden of Eden. Satan is still doing the same thing that he did back in Genesis chapter 3. So it's important for us to see what he does here, because he's still doing it in the world today, and he's still trying to do it in, in our lives. So, the first thing that we see here is that the serpent addressed Eve instead of Adam. The serpent addressed Eve instead of Adam. Now, we saw in chapters 1 and 2 that God made Adam and Eve equal. They were both made in God's image. They were both given dominion over creation. They were both commanded to be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it together. They were, they were equal partners in fulfilling God's purposes for them. But then we saw in chapter 2 that God gave Adam and Eve different roles within the marriage. Adam was given the responsibility to lead his family spiritually. And Eve was called to be his helper. And so God established this order and marriage. And the serpent, when he comes now to tempt Adam and Eve in the garden, the serpent spoke to Eve rather than Adam. And what the serpent is doing is he is striking at God's order. He is striking at Adam's headship in the family. In other words, Satan's first tactic was an attempt to reverse the roles in marriage, to reverse God's order. If God had given Eve the responsibility to lead the family in spiritual matters, no doubt the serpent would have approached Adam first. And the serpent comes along now and effectively persuaded Eve to take the primary responsibility in the marriage and to switch lanes into Adam's lane and step into Adam's role. The serpent comes along to Eve and says, basically, Eve, you decide. Eve, Eve you take the lead in your family. And, and he, he's trying to reverse God's order and undo God's order in his creation. That's his first tactic that we see here. Look at what the serpent said to Eve in verse 1. Again, 
He says, And the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God has made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? This is the first question in the Bible. First question mark. Has God indeed said? So Satan attacked God's established order in his creation in an attempt to reverse the roles and to cause disorder. And then we see his next tactic was to question God's word. Pastor Dan will have more to share from today's Ring of Truth study in just a moment. But right now, we'd like to invite you to worship with us this Sunday morning. Here's Pastor Dan to tell you a little more. I heard recently that many people who listen to Christian radio are not part of a local church. Hey, if that's you, I'd like for you to join us this weekend as our guest at Calvary Chapel located in Columbia, Maryland. The teachings you've enjoyed here on Ring of Truth are from messages I've shared with the congregation at Calvary Chapel. We have two meeting times on Sundays at 9 and 11 a.m. You can find out more and get directions at our website, calvaryec.com. That's calvaryec.com. Now let's get back to today's message on Ring of Truth. To question God's word in an attempt to plant seeds of doubt and to undermine God's word. And Satan still does this today. He attempts to cause doubt about God's word. To question God's word. And notice what Satan does. Look carefully at verse 1. God did not say, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden. In fact, what God did say was, you may freely eat of every tree in the garden, but one. See, what Satan does here is he twists God's word and he he frames God's word in a way here that what, what God said that he intended as a blessing now sounds like a prohibition, now sounds like something oppressive. That's what Satan does. He'll twist God's word that God intended to bless us with. He'll twist God's command that are for our good. And Satan will twist them in such a way and rephrase them in such a way that now they sound like a prohibition. Now they they sound like oppression. Now it it sounds like God is trying to uh, keep me from enjoying my life. He goes on here in verse 2. And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Now, Eve doesn't get the quote right here. She doesn't get the quote right of what God said. She added, nor shall you touch it. Now, God didn't say that. Now, maybe Adam, when Adam told Eve, Uh, the command of God. Maybe Adam added this extra prohibition about touching the fruit. Maybe Adam said to her, hey, you you can't eat it. In fact, don't even touch it. Just just don't even touch it. Maybe that's what happened. Whatever the reason is, Eve does not have the word of God quite right. It is important for us to know the, the word of God. 
to know it. Not, not just have kind of this general idea or this vague idea of, of what God's word says. Well, I think the Bible says something like, no, we need to know the word of God. We need to know the word of God with precision. You know, people attribute things to the Bible that aren't in the Bible at all. They, they misquote the Bible. We, we, we need to know the Bible with an exactness. That's why we should, would, you know, we should memorize Scripture. Psalm 119, verse 11, I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Psalm 37, verse 31 says, Those who have God's law in their heart, their feet will never slip from His path. You have the word of God in your heart, your feet will never slip from His path. And we think in the New Testament, in Matthew chapter 4, when Jesus was also tempted by Satan. And Jesus repeatedly answered the temptations of Satan with, It is written. And he quoted exactly what the Word of God said. We need to know the Word of God. And we need to know it with some precision here. Not just general ideas about what's in the Word of God or vague knowledge of what's in the Word of God. But what does the Word of God say? It is written. Verse 4 says, Well, then the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be open, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So now in verse 4, Satan directly contradicts the word of God. You will not surely die. Die. God said, the day that you eat of it, you will die. And now Satan is contradicting the word and saying, you will not die. And what Satan is saying here, and I think this is important, Satan is saying there, there will be no consequence for disobeying God's word. And Satan is still spreading that lie today. There will be no consequence. You will not surely die. God will not punish you. God will not judge you if you do this. God is a God of love. God is a God of mercy. God is a God of forgiveness. And I know you've heard that. I've heard that. In verse 5, the serpent attempts to make Eve think God is withholding something good from her. Something that will make her more enlightened or wiser and happier. That she'll be better off having this experience. Again, these are the tactics of of Satan. He twists God's word. He contradicts God's word. He denies God's word. He he tries to make us think that if we obey God's word, that that we're going to miss out on something. That God is withholding. That God's word is too prohibitive and oppressive. We're better off if we have the experience. We'll be happier if we do this. And ultimately what Satan is trying to do here is he's trying to get Eve to distrust God. You can't really trust Him, Eve. You can't really trust God, Eve. God's not telling you the truth, Eve. God's withholding from you. You'll be happier if you do this. You shouldn't live such a restricted life, Eve. 
This is the deception. That so many of us bought into before Christ saved us. We believed the lie. So verse 6. When the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree desirable to make one wise, she thought it would make her wiser to eat of this fruit. She took of its fruit and she ate. She also gave to her husband with her and, and he ate. Now, now it says here, if you look at the verse She saw that the tree was good. She saw that it was good for food and that it was pleasant to the the eyes. I mean, how many of our sins begin with a look? Begin with the eyes. I want you to remember that when God created the garden, we were told that all the trees in the garden were pleasant to the eyes and good for food. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil was not more pleasant than the others. See, Eve was deceived into thinking this tree was better than all the other trees. The one tree she's not allowed to have is the best tree, the most pleasant tree. That's not true. And so she she took of its fruit and she ate and then noticed in in the second half of verse 6 that she also gave to her husband who was with her And he ate. And the Hebrew indicates that Adam was standing right there with Eve next to her the whole time. Adam was right there when the serpent came and began speaking to Eve. Now God gave Adam the responsibility to lead his family. Back in chapter 2, if you remember, when God, it says God put Adam, placed Adam in the Garden of Eden. It says to tend the garden and to guard it. Adam's job was to guard the garden. Adam's job was to lead his family. But instead of leading his family, and I want you to see this here, Adam was silent and Adam was passive. Adam was silent and Adam was passive. He he stood by while a snake deceived his wife. He was right there and he didn't speak up. He didn't protect his wife from being misled. He stood by passively while his wife changed lanes and stepped into his role as leader and began to lead the family and make decisions for the family. Decisions that Adam himself knew were wrong, that were against God's word. In short, Adam abdicated his God-ordained role to his wife by being passive and by being silent. You know, in the New Testament, it says that Eve was deceived by the serpent. She was tricked. It says Adam transgressed. Adam knew it was wrong. And he did it anyways. He allowed it. He asked me how I know, and I say, bring truer than the finest crown. 
We're so glad you tuned in to hear today's edition of Ring of Truth. Pastor Dan is continuing to teach through the book of Genesis, verse by verse, chapter by chapter. If you'd like to hear this message again or to listen to additional teachings from Pastor Dan, you're welcome to visit our website at calvaryec.com. Once there, you can listen to or download a wide range of previous broadcasts. Otherwise, simply subscribe to our podcast. Our podcasts provide you with up-to-date teachings through the Bible and can be taken with you wherever you might be. This can be advantageous for those who are on the go much of the time. You'll find a link to subscribe to our podcast at our website, calvaryec.com, or just search for Ring of Truth in iTunes. We'd love to hear how Ring of Truth has had an impact on your life. So please let us know by giving us a call at 410-491-4592. That number again is 410-491-4592. We'd also really like to know how we can be praying for you. So when you call, don't be afraid to share your prayer requests with us. We'd be happy to pray with you and for you. Ring of Truth is a ministry of Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City in Columbia, Maryland. We hope you'll make sure to join us again as Pastor Dan continues teaching in this series through the book of Genesis. We look forward to the next edition of Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that craft and am what I know because I know His voice and it only takes General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.